The more I practice, the luckier I get. Those are the very famous words of the golfer Gary Player, who in the 1960s and 1970s was a prolific winner of golf's major titles. So in this episode, we're going to look at the importance of practice in many different business scenarios. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody to episode 59 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee and I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas to help you transform sales, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. Practice. How often does everybody practice in business? Or how often do we do think, oh, we don't need to practice, we'll just wing it? Well, in sport, I'm heavily involved in sport and practice is a big, big part of sport. But it doesn't seem to be the same in business. Whenever I work with people in sales situations or when they're doing presentations, I can guarantee that they might do some preparation, but they very rarely do some practice. They just think, well, practice? Why do I need to practice? But practice can make an awful lot of difference. So let's have a look at some of the things in business where you could practice and I'm going to encourage you to do that. So the first up, the obvious one is a presentation. You'd go in a presentation, why would you not want to practice it? You don't need to practice all of it all of the time, but you need to practice it for several reasons. One, to know what you're going to be talking about. Secondly, to make sure that you run on time. And thirdly, to to be ready for how the presentation might flow. So I think there are two key parts that need probably more practice than any other part of a presentation. The start and the finish, because if you really nail that start, that first 10, 15 seconds, 20 seconds maybe, it will make you feel so much more confident for the rest of the presentation. It's also important to practice the finish, because in presentations a lot of people forget to do a finish, or they simply run out of time to do a finish. So if you practice the finish, you'll be ready to do it. Think about um, racing drivers, for example. You know, they'll often practice their start, won't they? They won't practice necessarily so much the middle of the, of, the, of, the, uh, of, the, of the race itself, but they will practice the start. And then also practice the questions that might come your way. So you try to preempt those questions and practice how you're going to answer them. So that's a presentation. What else might you practice in a business environment? Well, how about phone calls? Phone calls, you say? Practice in a phone call. Why would you want to do that? Well, you know, we make less and less phone calls, don't we? Because it's much easier to do an email. Now, how many times when you send an email out do you actually edit it before you press go? How many, you know, how much fiddling around do you do with it? Changing bits, tweaking bits. I'm sure, like me, you do that all the time. And in a sense, everything you do before you press go is practice because you're trying to get it right. But in a phone call, you don't have that opportunity. Pick up the phone, dial the number, and you're on the call. You can't suddenly say, oh, uh, hang on a minute, I just want to come back and do that bit again. So that's why I think it's important. If you've got a really important phone call to make, then think about what you're going to do, particularly how you're going to get through to the person you really want to talk to. I have no problem 
in thinking that I'll practice speaking those few first few words when I'm making that call. Just run through it in my mind, even run through it out loud. Okay, so it's it's not unusual to practice for a phone call. What about a business meeting? Would you practice for that? You know, if you're if you've got a meeting with people, either with your team or you're part of another meeting, would you practice that? Well, I think you probably would, wouldn't you? Because, you know, you'd want if you're running a meeting, then you want to make sure that everything's going to go as you plan it. So I would, you know, if I was chairing a meeting, I would run through the beginning of the meeting, practice on my own, running through what I'm going to say at the beginning to get the message over. And also think about if you are running a meeting, you know, who else who else is going to be in the meeting who's going to contribute to that meeting? And what are they going to say? And what questions might they ask you? That sort of thing as well. So that's another thing in a business sense where I think you would practice. What about an interview? If you go into an interview for a job or a promotion, then wouldn't you think about the questions you'll be asked and practice answering them? I think I certainly would. Try and preempt what I'm going to be asked, work my way through the answers, and practice answering them out loud. It's all part of that. I think it'll help you get that job. You'll be better prepared. You'll feel more confident. Now, negotiations, I think, in business, you know, don't happen that often. So it's really important that it's not something we're doing all the time. So therefore, if we get the chance of a sales pitch or something which we think will turn into a negotiation, then we should practice. What are we going to practice in a negotiation? Well, we're going to practice our response. And we're going to do that by second guessing what the other side are going to ask for. And then how are we going to respond to that? And it's great, I, you know, don't be afraid to role play a, no, a negotiation with your colleagues before you go and do it. Some people hate the idea of role play, particularly senior people in organisations. Does your boss want to get involved in a role play? Hey, boss, we're getting into this big sales pitch. Let's do a role play. What's he going to say to that? <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> it is hard sometimes to get people to take practice seriously, but it is worth doing. And again, if you're part of a sales pitch, then, you know, you're bound to get some objections, aren't you? People aren't just going to, you know, say, oh, that's a great idea, Trevor. Let's buy it straight away. But you're bound to get objections. You know, people are going to react in different ways to what you're saying. So, again, I think you can practice how to do that, how to how to work through the objections, what you're going to respond to, how you're going to deal with the reaction of people. So I think you can see, ladies and gentlemen, that in business, there are lots and lots of opportunities where a little bit of practice could make a very big difference to the outcome. So don't be afraid to practice. It's not something you need to think, oh, I'm I'm rubbish, I need to practice. It's not. You're probably really, really good. But the people who are really, really good in all walks of life will still practice hard. You think about the best golfer in the world. Do they practice? Of course they do. Because they know that when they're in the moment and they have to play that great shot, if they've practiced it a hundred times in you know that morning even, then there's a better chance of them doing really well. So learn from the way that people practice in sport and take it into your business environment. Yeah, practice is a great thing. It's not something, you know... And you will. Okay, you might get a bit luckier if you practice, but you'll certainly be better prepared. And chances are you will increase your chances of success. So what are you going to do? How are you going to practice? Here's a few ideas for techniques coming up now.
Now, some people say, oh, practice by standing in front of the mirror. <laughs> okay, well, if that's what you want to do, then you do that. It's not for me. I, 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 I don't quite get how standing in front of a mirror helps you uh, with your practice. But there we go. Um, so what would I do? Well, I would practice uh, some of these techniques while I uh, might be out for a walk. Because um, this day and age, of course, everybody talks to themselves, don't they? Because it looks like they're, you know, they, they talk to themselves because they're on the phone. <laughs> you know, there was a time if you talk to yourself and you're walking down the street, then people would look at you strangely. Not anymore. So you can walk brazenly through the middle of your local city or town, lunchtime walk, get some fresh air, go down by the riverbank, whatever, and practice the start of your presentation. Or those first 10 seconds of that phone call you want to make. Or the introduction to the meeting that you're chairing. There's lots of ways of doing that while you're out and about. Try, though, if you can, sometimes to replicate the conditions. So what I mean by that is that if you're going to be doing a presentation and you're standing up when you do the presentation, then stand up to practice. <laughs> yeah, it's a simple thing, but it will be more lifelike. And don't forget that in practice, you're not trying to be word perfect. Nobody wants to sound scripted. Because if you, I, I did a presentation masterclass recently for uh, some professional services people. And one of the ladies said, oh, I've got to practice and practice and practice until I'm word perfect. And I said, oh, I don't, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Because you'll get, you, you know, you're not an actor. You're not reading lines. This has to be authentic. It has to be you. And all you need to do in practice is make sure you get a feel for what you're going to deliver and how you're going to deliver it so it doesn't have to be word perfect one of the benefits of practicing a presentation though of course is running on time because it's a big issue people not running on time when they're presented so you may have heard me mention this in a previous podcast but you know the golden rule for me is to practice to deliver in 80 maybe 85 percent of the time you've been allocated so if it's a 10 minute presentation Deliver it in practice in eight to eight and a half minutes. And the reason for that is that on the day, chances are you'll get into the presentation, you'll start elaborating on some of the points. And in practice, we all tend to rush through practice a bit too quick. Never practice to take 10 minutes because on the day, that will be a, a, a sure sign that in most times you will run significantly over time and you don't want to do that. So how many times should you practice something? Well, I think two or three times is probably sufficient. Because, you know, again, don't forget, forget that if you forget something and you miss it out, only you will know that you've missed it out. It's not crucial that you, you, you know everything. And you would probably have some prompt cards with you as well, or I would always advise you to have a few prompt cards. But the reason for practicing two or three times is that you get a flow going. You feel good about it. And if you're feeling nervous about running that meeting or making that call or doing that negotiation or that sales pitch, then practicing will help overcome those nerves as well. So that's a really good idea for practicing. Another top reason for practicing is that there are more than one of you delivering the presentation or handling the sales pitch or running the negotiation. If there's a team of two or three or even four of you, then it's really important that you know exactly who's going to say what and when. So that's that practice is, is really good. Several years ago, when I was sort of first set up in business, um, so I was thinking about trying to do some presentation w uh, work with another guy. Here, and, uh, and he managed to get us a, a, a gig speaking at a conference, and uh, a local conference. And so we, um, we were going to do this, the two of us. And so we organized several practice sessions. And it was really hard work. 
because every time we had a practice session, he changed what he was saying. Uh, and I, it made me realize then that if you're working with somebody else on a presentation or a sales pitch or a negotiation, you really need to practice hard because it's it's really important that you both understand what you're going to be saying. So, and finally, you know, final couple of things. Um, arrive early at the venue if you can. If you're doing a presentation or a sales pitch or, or anything like that, uh, but particularly a presentation at a, at a venue, get there early, load up your slides and practice your start. I would do that all the time. I did that recently. I was speaking at a fairly big business event, got there early. The uh, the room was being set. There was about 140 people there. The room was all being set out for breakfast. You know, there was, so there's, you know, the waiting staff moving around, but nobody else there, none of the delegates. So I'm fire, I've got all my stuff fired up. I've got the microphone system working and I'm just practicing the first 15, 20 seconds. And then I'm asking the people in the room, you know, the waiting staff, can they hear me where where they are and all that sort of stuff. So that, you know, that makes you feel good. It makes you feel much better about the whole thing. So this episode, ladies and gentlemen, is all about practice. So I would clean, keenly advise you to practice whatever you can. So let's recap. That's practicing a presentation, practicing a phone call, practicing for a meeting, practicing for an interview, practicing for a negotiation, practicing for a sales pitch. It will make a difference. And, you know, as Gary Player said all those years ago, the more I practice, the luckier I get. And I'm sure that will be the case for you. I've certainly found that practicing has helped me be far more successful than I might have been without the practice. So that's it. That's the end of the podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. I'm going to be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. If you've enjoyed the show, then please do press the subscribe button. And if you'd like to leave a review, that would be absolutely fantastic. So until next time, make sure you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that come your way by practicing. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.